Hello, Belle. Thank you very much for joining me today. I'm I'm very happy to have you. And I, uh, ex you know, excuse me again. I mean, we learned both something before we started our conversation that Finland is a different time zone than rest of mm. Europe. <laughs> so this is something yeah. we learned. Uh, can you please introduce yourself to the audience and say who you are, um, what kind of music you're making, and maybe a little bit about your uh, musical background, where you're coming from, and, I mean, where you want to go to? Yeah, well, uh, I'm Belle Phoenix from the Subterranean Sea, which is basically an ongoing project. And uh, the reason that I called it the Subterranean Sea was because of the sounds that I was going for, as well as the process, the artistic process, the kind of alchemical, alchemical um, process of going into the depths of like the subconscious mind and things like that. So that's where the name comes from. And um, The music, it's kind of like I'm on this path that it's not uh, definite. It's kind of like a journey. Like the human, it starts as a child. It grows, it changes, it becomes, you know, the human becomes something else by the end of life. It's kind of that process. So nothing kind of... It's the same because it is coming from a, a place of <clears throat> authenticity, but in, in the way that humans evolve and change, it, it does, the music does too. Mm -hmm. As we, because I, I get a lot of um, inspiration from, from the experiences in life and I literally also try to look for those experiences i try to find them as and and that involves me kind of living my life you know like in ways that a lot of other people wouldn't probably want to live their life okay okay we, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna get in countries uh, okay yeah we're gonna get into this later <laughs> because uh yeah I, this is sounds not intriguing. so soon <laughs> mm -hmm. okay uh so but um Just just to finish this thing, um, so what's your musical background? This is, you know, what, what instruments you play. I see a guitar there for the people on the podcast. They would not see that. But um, so you play guitar or, you know, what was your musical upbringing? With... Yeah, so, I mean, it was pretty much everything, everything. And I mean, my grandfather played Bordevillian-type polkas. You know, he was Finnish. Mm-hmm. So I was really into that kind of twisted, <laughs> twisted kind of vaudevillian European um, waltzes and tangos and, and jazz, I guess you would call it. Because, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. And um, I, I started guitar. I got, this is, this is the first time I've seen a guitar, a, an electric guitar in two years. Okay. Um, so I'm really excited because uh, a, a friend of mine actually get, gifted me with this. Okay. Like I got it two days ago. Wow, and it looks it looks really it looks new. It's, I mean, it's cheap. 
It's cheap, but, but it's it's a oh, it's, it's a, a Fender Mustang Squire. Okay, okay. Perfect for me being but it doesn't kind look of, so cheap. It doesn't look cheap at all. I think it it feels so good. That's mm -hmm. what I'm about with guitars. Mm. Doesn't matter what brand it is exactly. I mean, I choose Fender. No, actually, Fender chose me. <laughs> but these guitars seem to be. Even when they're clean off the production line, they seem to be quite beautiful to play. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not like any other kind of guitar where, for me anyway. So that's the chosen one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, if, if you ask me, but this is just... I like uh, the sound of a Les Paul a little bit more because it's it's more it, it's more punchy. But you know, I'm coming oh. more from the gothic rock uh, thing, and then it's you, you and and this uh, Fender is usually a little bit more like I don't know, like Dire Straits or something. You know, it's 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 more. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, it's more punk. It it it, yeah, it lends it's, it's itself more to more cushion, of a, 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 a more, more punk loud. Trajectory and also an experimental um, trajectory. Mm -hmm. They're really good for experimental playing. Um, but yeah, I love the Les Pauls too mm -hmm. because uh, I actually, one of my guitarists played a Les Paul and I remember playing it and it was so heavy. You know, yeah, that's, it was that's like, exactly the tone, the tone I like. But so, so, I mean, like you just <laughs> and said, it was a gold top. A what? It was a gold top, you know. That beautiful, absolutely beautiful guitars. I love them too. It okay. depends on what sound, you know, because I only play, I'm only one element of guitar in the band anyway. Mm -hmm. And, you know, others will play, you know. The Guild seems to be a, mm -hmm. a popular one. And, uh, and so the Gibsons obviously are, are, are hugely popular. So, that's true. yeah. So maybe, it depends on who's playing. Yeah, I mean, there's a Gibson is, on the album. Nice. Okay. Uh, I mean, this yeah. this is of course, um, you know, a good guitar player can do a lot with a shitty guitar, and a, mm. a, a shitty guitar player can have the best guitar, and it still sounds like nothing. So um, yeah, I mean, but but of course, if you have a better tool um, and a good musician. But like you said, it, it doesn't really matter where you want to go to. So, um, mm. and I want to go to, that's a segue. <laughs> um, I want to, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I want to go to, because you already alluded a little bit to that. Um, how is your music coming about? You know, you already said it's kind of, um, uh, it's kind of all over the place and you get inspiration from everywhere and I get that you know as a as an artist you know everything you, you see a, a, um, a newspaper article it inspires you to do something you know you have a feeling and you mm. have something in your head but how do do your music really come together you have an idea for for some lyrics and then you say it to your friends or because as I understand, or maybe you, you explain it to me and I just give you the point, that uh, the subterranean sea is kind of like a, a conglomerate of different people and you kind of choose who, who to, to play with in a, in a certain moment or for a certain song. Mm. So for me, it seems like. Um, so ca can you explain this a little bit? 
so a lot of the songs will kind of emerge and for me it's a very Jungian type songwriting process which means that it it's a it's a delving into the subconscious mind mm-hmm. and bringing and and sort of accepting the ideas as they come through then it's about okay it's this sound which is pretty much the core of the sound which never changes is always a gothic gothic doom rock but not a normal rock you know mm-hmm. it's more with a punk element and an experimental elements there's underlying layers of different musical energies mm-hmm. and it starts like that and then the, the the players are chosen for their obviously their own sound mm-hmm. so then I don't have to sort of mold them or carve them or give them directions mm-hmm. so then it becomes the art comes from everyone okay you know they all add their own No, I, I get that. I get Whatever that. it is, you know, their own feelings or their own spirit to the little, you know. Well, let's say it, it's a little flame mm-hmm. and I give them the little, yeah, that's it. There it is. See, look, the analogy, little flame. Mm-hmm. I give it to them. It gets bigger. It's the same, same element. Of, mm-hmm. It's the same sound. Okay. But, you know, it's the same spirit. Mm-hmm. We're like comrades. Can okay. I smoke? I'm not allowed. You, you, you can smoke. That's no problem. Um, okay. No, and I get that. So you basically let, you, you start the song and then everyone else chips in and brings him, his or her yeah. its own experience. And I completely get that. But, but still... Um, this doesn't answer my question and maybe it's too, I don't know, um, strange or whatever. Uh, how do you uh, get, or from your biography, I read that you, that you work with different musicians and, um, you know, how do you choose the musician for the song? Uh, this, you mm. know, this is what I was gearing to, mm. but it's kind of like mm. you have a spark and it's more like, I don't know, it's this um, dark song and you think, oh man, I, I would need this kind of guitar for it. And when you send it, so this is what I think you might do or that's the question to, to, to you, how, how you chose the person, persons it's, you want to do like, the song. It's like, so the element that never changes is the gothicness mm-hmm. of the music, regardless of if it has a sort of punk rock top on it, icing. You know, there's yeah. always bats flying out of it somewhere. Like, you know, okay. if I can mm-hmm. describe each song, there's a bats flying out. You know, I mean, that's the visual I always get. Mm-hmm. I'm always in a dark cave looking at the light, you know, from a distance. It's okay. like a... It's like a Finnish thing, right? You would know being a Deutsch because in, I know Deutschland because I lived there. 
And this I is finish, you, but not so... the end. I always like this joke. <laughs> this is finish, but not the end. <laughs> you know, the Finns have some connection with the darkness, mm -hmm, like the, mm -hmm. the Deutsch people, I think. Not all yeah, Deutsch, and, obviously, and also... but I mean the people I was hanging out with, you know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the thing is, is so it's more for me, it's about a spirit of someone. Mm -hmm. You know, like say Jalitha Ryan, for instance, who played the dark cello on the on the Devil's Son. You you would have to meet this wonderful woman, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, if, I, you know, I can't explain the uh, energy that comes out of her. You know, and when she plays, I mean, she really feels it. It's mm -hmm. it's. Uh, it's some kind of exorcism, you know, when she mm -hmm. plays. She's an amazing person. So it's, that's my sister. Mm -hmm. I want her, <laughs> you know. It's like that. There's mm -hmm. my brother. I want him, you know. It's like you recognise the, 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 uh, the uh, twin flame, mm -hmm. you know. It's yeah, like yeah. when you meet a lover or you go on a date. You mm -hmm. like, there's a reason you like that person. There's some mm -hmm. element, you know. So it's a bit like that for me. It's like, oh, there's another kindred spirit. Mm -hmm. They'll get it. And not everyone gets the darkness, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, and especially in Australia, very hard to find, can be very hard to find the people that understand the sort of dark side of the music because Australia is so out in Kapaister, Finland, sunshine, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, everywhere. And so that that is uh, what I look for mostly. But so with, say, Mark Platty, who produced Dead Inside and I mean, it was a very banned effort, right? Mm -hmm. But in that regard, it was a bit of a different kind of darkness. It was more sci-fi. Don't know how to explain it. What do okay. you think? <laughs> you tell me. It, it, it reminded me of like something like June, you know, like the David Lynch film, June. It's sort of surreal and it's a little bit, I don't know how to explain the song. It's, okay. it's definitely got the gothic vibes. No, it, it does. It, it's uh, it's the one yeah. you know. It's the one I I found you with, and I really love. It's it's a it's a great song. It's just I don't know. It really um, it you know what I really like on it. It's it's it never gets boring. You can put it in a loop, and it's uh, it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't get boring. It's it's uh, it's a cool song, um, but but my question was more geared towards that um, you know. Let's say uh, you have all these kindred spirits and you have all these people you click with, um, but, uh, you know, they don't have time all the time. So how do you, uh, you're in Finland and some of these are uh, in, in Melbourne or in, in Australia or in U United States or, or wherever. So how do you get 
the people to commit to to making the music with you you know because it's not you said this one was a band effort um but I see it more, or I have not really understood it yet. From outside, I perceive it that you have like a collective of people, you know, and this is the subterranean yeah. sea where you kind of get um, in and out and whatever you, you need or, or want you, you take uh, for the song or for the performance or whatever. Yeah. Um, so so it, it's, it's, it's what the song wants. Mm -hmm. You know, the okay. song will decide what it wants to be. Hmm. If that makes sense, it's it makes sort sense, of like, but, but it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. answer the question. What you, how you get the people to the song? It's uh, oh, I, friends, I, yeah, I, mainly just friends. You know, like mm -hmm. it's all in one big family. Mm -hmm. Okay. We so, either did shows together, or I've met them through other people that I know musically. It's really just my trajectory of playing shows everywhere and meeting people and you know knowing the meeting the people and and becoming friends you know jamming mm -hmm. on things or you know but like i was saying with jalitha it was more an instantaneous thing like there she is she mm -hmm. was actually playing with one of my friends okay and who also was on the album, so, but I hadn't met her and I met her through him. So it was sort of, she's the one, she'll get it. It's sort of like, I guess, a similar thing to if someone's acting, uh, making a movie mm -hmm. and they need particular characters for the movie. Mm -hmm. It's that kind of thing, you know, for me. Okay. So, so yeah. you're you're just in the lucky position to um, to. But I don't dictate it. You no, know what I mean. I just I know can't... they're going to be the right one. Mm -hmm. No, they'll I, add I their it. thing. You know, so it's, it's a very organic process. But it, yeah. but it still means to uh, that you have, you know, that you are in the lucky position actually to have all these friends and that you that you found them already. So um, this was kind of my, my first question, you know, where you come from uh, music-wise, because now you, you kind of um, showing that you, you played a lot of shows and you met a lot of people, apparently. And so this is kind of where you picked up all the people and, and the, 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 the pieces you need for the puzzle to, to, uh, to make your music possible, you know. So um, yeah. that, that you can be just the, the spark and then you kind of let it out in the world and then it comes back as this tune and you know um so how do you how do you perform this live then um you know uh when when you have a i mean you know past covid of course uh what what mm. is uh how do you do an, a, a live performance because mm. as i see it your your friends are all over the world and that's that's cool <laughs> you know But yeah. um, for a live performance, we cannot fly in, uh, you know, to, to play every concert with you. How do you do it? Do you do it alone or with backing tracks or um, you get no. some people around from, you know, same area? No, I, uh, well, so I have a, hopefully, COVID permitting, you know. Mm -hmm. I've got a uh, tour and some festivals, festival maybe with an S on the end, mm -hmm. <laughs> coming up in 2022. Mm -hmm. 
um, basically Beast Records uh, in France took me under their wing. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how I was able to release the vinyl. Mm. So, yeah, there it is. Blood Red. I can't help it. But <laughs> my... Wow. We managed it's, it's, to be able a, to get it's a, it's a look through, isn't it? No, it's not a look through. Yeah, it's, it's um hmm. got eat. This is the limited edition. Mm -hmm. I think there's like two left, Ooh. but uh, there's a drop of my blood in each of these really? vinyl vinyl. Yeah, we. I went to the extent of the art kind of extended itself mm -hmm. into this. So, okay. yeah, that was Care of Beast Records. Yeah. So, 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 but I've got black vinyl. I've got heaps of black vinyl. Mm -hmm. And for me, the black is really descriptive of sub C. You go down to the sub C and it's black. There's no light and there's just weirdness down there. So that it's all, it's all a manifestation. It's another extension of the art. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> so where were we yeah so basically the guys from australia will be coming over to france to play cool people that played on the album yeah so that's definitely in the works okay for 2022 no but but this sounds yeah. sounds feasible because yeah this year i well, think well i hope yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we just only you know, fingers crossed, whatever. But yeah, um, no, it's like uh, it it needs like you know, anyway. One one day, uh, it needs to be kind of back to normal. So um, okay, but well, yeah, I'm this, hoping this answers my question. Uh, so there is, uh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, well, let's talk about it right now. So there is some some tour plans and stuff for for next year, man. Okay, mm, uh, to March. support to support the album. Okay, yeah. I just write it down. March. Okay. And um, for the song here, uh, uh, "Dead Inside," uh, there was an, a nice video. Is there is there some some more uh, visuals planned? Because um, yeah, because I think you know your music lends itself quite. N I mean, a lot of music lends itself to it. But uh, you know, with all the gothic imagery, it's. Uh, I think there could be there could be a lot of things done. Is yeah, there something sure. In, in the I mean, works? I've always got got hundreds of ideas on the burner. Mm -hmm. Hundreds, like it never ends, you know. But I had what I had to do was do what I could in the mm. COVID situation. Mm. And also, it was an idea that I had, and I wanted to try it, so I did it. You know. Yep. Okay. No. Yeah. It, so it, it turned out nicely. But there's so. always there's, there's always layers and layers of ideas. You know, kind of you got to know when to stop mm -hmm. as well and move on, because like I've there's another album, two albums I've got sitting on the. Waiting, mm -hmm. waiting <laughs> mm -hmm. to to go out to the world, and you know, so you kind of, you know, I I'd love so much for that that you know imagery because I think it's quite cin cinematic. You know, it belongs with a movie or mm -hmm. something like that. You know, 
Um, but, you know, but that was my expression of it as well, you know, the dancing. It, it was, uh, I mean, you know, um, I, I liked it, you know, it was a little bit like, you know what like I mean? Pulp, pulp Fiction kind of, uh, um, um, yeah, it, 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 it added... It was mm. it was a good good one for for the for the limitations I guess you faced mm. at at the time. So I I guess it was kind of um, you know like so one glass of water one drop. It mm -hmm. was a drop of the possible possibilities of what it could be. Mm -hmm. So it was still authentic, but. It was a drop of authenticity rather than a glass of, mm -hmm. you know, a full no, glass no. of water. Yeah, I, yeah. I get so, it. yeah, so, so even though it was done the way it was, um, it was still trying to honor the art in some way, even if it was just a tiny bit of the spark, you know. Mm -hmm. But to me, I don't really think of Pulp Fiction much about it, but I think more of um, the cramps. You mm -hmm. know, that's kind of where I feel, you know, this kind of trashy, trashy, mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it. But, like, to me that's the closest that I, and I mean, I don't have a lot of references because I don't listen enough to music. I do love to listen to music a lot, but because I'm making it all the time I find it hard to, My friends send me music all the time, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm blown away. And obviously watching your show was amazing as well, you know. Thank like you. Like there's so much amazing music, mm -hmm. you know. Really, I mean, you could sit all day and watch it. On, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm still going through the YouTubes <laughs> your, yeah. of, your, of your journey, you know, with um, all this amazing yeah, this is, eclectic this is... mu music, you know. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you, you, you're it's such a great a, thing what you're doing. You know, you're it's one really of amazing. a few people who who get it because you know I I think like like you it's there's so much good music out there and mm. I I guess uh, you know I grew up but in the past it was like okay no I only listen to metal and I only listen to that <laughs> and I only and I I hated yeah. this you know this kind of um, mm. we were uh, just short sighted mm. and 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 so mm. I. I found my outlet with it. You're talking about my radio show. Thank you for for joining again. Um, oh, it's great. It it I I like to play music all over the place. You if you listen to my music, uh, you know for the listeners out there, it's uh, I, yeah. I chose for the show. It's from pop music to death metal. It's everything in in between mm. and all the fringes and stuff. And I I love it. Because That's one. Yep. One thing I haven't explored enough of is the death metal, black metal, black metal, death metal. <laughs> you, you don't need to, but uh, I I'm like kind it of afraid of it. It's like, don't. You're in Finland. That. You're in Finland. Yeah. You know, you're kind of, uh, you, you should be quite close to it, you know. Uh, I know. I want to go and explore it more because I'm intrigued. Uh, but it's COVID, right? You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. stay inside, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm dead inside. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's like no, don't, don't, don't be dead inside. Uh, it's just it's like inside. that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Looking no, out I, your window, like, can I go out today? <laughs> no. Um, you know, God, did we ever? No one saw this coming. Mm -hmm. I no. bet you know we were all thinking, 
hey, next year is going to be great, 220. And I, you know, no one expected this. I remember, I remember in the, the starting of, uh, um, of when does it start? 2019. Um, somewhere, uh, I was, I was, you know, sitting and I was thinking, oh man, this is such a boring time, you know, never, nothing really happens, you know, um, and, and, uh, you know, be careful what you wish for, because when, you know, COVID hit and, and things brrr, spiraled out of proportion. Wash hands, yeah, stay exactly. inside, uh, you know, and, I don't know, Germany was different, but no, that's what I was hearing from also, Australia. We, we also know, wash stay hands. Stay inside. Yeah. You know, my, my, my <laughs> wife, by the way, is from Australia. So, uh, you know, she's from is Melbourne. She? She is, yes. Is she? Oh, she's uh, from the dark part of Australia. <laughs> she's she's what? From the dark from the part? dark dark side of Australia. Yeah, I Melbourne. See. That's where all the really cool rock and roll comes from, and all the gothic and well, okay. and the more punk sort of surf punk stuff comes from Brisbane, and that's some of that's really good too. Mm -hmm. You know, they're dark, but not in the same way as the Melbournes, you know. The Melbournes are always wearing the, you know, <laughs> you know they're vampires. Mm -hmm. They're like no, the Finns. My wife is a little bit different. She, <laughs> Maybe she your wife's She listens different. to K-pop. Uh, you know, she's she's not into, into the music I like, so uh, we don't see eye to eye in, in this thing. But it's yeah, fine, but you know. But that's what makes it nice, eh? You exactly, know, exactly. Yeah. I see it. I see it more as a, um, as a benefit because you know, if you have somebody uh, who, nah, it would be cool if she would like some of my stuff. But in a way, uh, she always offers another per perspective, you know, from the outside yeah, stuff, sure. and she challenges sure. me with the things she listens to because when she wants yeah. me, oh, do you like that? And I'm like, okay, this is K-pop. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone's I mean, different, you know, and everyone, you know, mm -hmm. they've got to listen to what makes them feel good, and that's why it's so great that we've got all these different types of music, regardless whether it's pop or it's not, or you know. Mm -hmm. It's so everyone can have a piece of the pie, you know. Yep, exactly. If we all just had rock and roll, people would be bored out of their mind, if, you know, if they weren't that type of person. You know? mm -hmm. I think rock and roll sort of, and when I say rock and roll, that includes gothic punk, you know, all the stuff. I know, right? I know. I just sum it up, mm -hmm. <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> but I think I think it's kind of reserved for a more, you know, it is masculine for sure. Like it's a masculine thing, mm. but I really appreciate that. But I think it's also reserved for people that have suffered a bit. <laughs> mm. You know, when you've had a bit of a suffered, you know, a hard, more of a, a hard journey, mm -hmm. it gives you a different perception, you know, on life. And I always wanted to do pop, you know. I tried. I did try. <laughs> I, I got signed. Mm. Doing these pop songs and they weren't really pop. They weren't a hundred percent pop, but in my head they were pop. You know, it's like saying Joy Division, that's pop. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> to me, but it's okay. not. <laughs> and but I I got signed by a major label on on that stuff, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the couldn't do the journey. It wasn't me, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but I I respect it all. You know, hmm. it's all I can respect 
there's something about, you know, sort of gothic rock and roll music that, I don't know, it kind of forces you. I've realised that now because I, I've been listening to Finnish sort of, um, what's his name? Ma ilma on kaunis yahuva elesila, you know. Okay. Accordion. Okay. So so more yeah, like right. folk, folk folk music or something? Sort of this kind of tongue-in-cheek jazz. Okay. It's kind of pop to me in some mm. ways. Anyway, just mm. out of trying to learn the language. <laughs> mm. But then I started playing it. And I'm like, wow, this is so easy compared to what I do. I was thinking, it's so easy. Why don't I just make life so easy on myself? Why don't I just play the three chords? And, I mean, a lot of the songs are that, but there's a lot more to them, you know. There's a mm -hmm. lot more intricacies and, you know. So I was thinking, wow, it's so much more, you know, C, D, E, you know. Mm -hmm. make life easy play pop you know <laughs> i don't know but for my songs there's all this intricacies in in inside them you know and then i realized how much hard work i've been doing to try and create these meshes of meshes of fusions of sounds you know i realized that when i started to play other people's music like pop you know mm -hmm. sort of yeah like leonard cohen he just does you know <laughs> Yeah, but but he also he he adds something to it. It's not just uh, you he know does, what what, yeah. what I and I think we could agree here. What I think with with good music makes is it's not how many chords you put in or what chord no. progressions or something. It's it's something between the notes. There is if you if you have like a a metaphysical. I don't know really how to put it, but um, there needs to be something between the notes, something what holds it together and what, what adds, that is more than just the, the, the how you say, the, the sum of its parts, you know, that's great mm. music. If you come together, like uh, Cohen is a good example. You have a great voice, you have a, a guitar, and, and, but there is more to it. You know, if you listen mm. to his songs and he, if he even just uses the, the, the guitar and his voice, you hear something more. You know, this is, mm. this is the, the greatest mm. songs I know um, that you play them and you hear, I don't know, the orchestra in, in the background, even if it's mm. not there or something, you know. This is kind of mm. a spherical um, things mm. and, and some songs do that and it doesn't matter if they take three chords or ten or whatever um, sure. some some kind of get you tr trick uh, or tickle your brain to to get mm. more out mm. of it mm. even if mm. it's not there you know not not yeah, physical yeah. I, there I, I or something and, yeah. and this this is the, the best songs you know when when you um there is a hidden message in it and and it, you know this is where their music really is something special that's Okay, we could we could talk forever about how yeah, music, how music yeah. is treated today. But this is sometimes where I'm kind of really sad that um, you know music today is Spotify aligned and and you know algorithm mm. aligned and whatever. And but this is kind of doesn't give it 
justice because music can be mm. so much more if you're in a bad mm. place it can take you to a good place or if you want to if you want to be in the totally. sad bad place it can keep you there and, yeah. and and gives you also something to hold on to and and also emotion you know emotion wise yeah. it's like like you said the, the, the picture with a movie you know a, a good movie kind of um transforms your your view of a world of and, and kind of helps you to to kind of look at you better because you get an outside mm. perspective and this is also what a what a good song does it kind of puts you sure. in another shoes and and puts you in a good mood just lets you dance or just let you be 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 yeah. um, be sad yeah. and but yeah. you know also enjoy the sadness because this is i guess where uh, to give it back to you where pop sometimes is is too short that it's always mm. fun and always you know flashy and always yeah um, yeah and life But I mean, is, like, is not when, bad when summer hits finland mm. it's kind of i'm talking about finland again but when it's great to get outside in the sun and listen you know like one of the songs on the album blossom of love is mm -hmm. a bit like that you know it's not exactly pop it's more of a I don't know what it is. It's got, I call it, I'll tell you what I call it. It's um, a dark, if I, I want to make a cocktail a, mm -hmm. for this song, Blossom of Love. I'm going to call it Blossom of Love. It's going to be called a dark tropical delusion. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> But that's how that song makes me feel. It's like, and I always call it a gothic holiday. Mm -hmm. That's how I describe that song. But to some people, it's really pop. Mm. It's not really pop in the modern sense of pop. Mm -hmm. It's more sh Shangri-La's mm. kind of. Not really, but elements of it, maybe. Not that I was going for that at all, but later people mentioned, mm -hmm. other musicians said, oh, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I think there's also... You know, like sometimes you feel like you want to be stupid and dance to ABBA. Mm -hmm. Or do you know what I'm saying? Like K-pop, you want to just... Yeah, and, and this is this is fine too, you know? I mean... Be silly. You exactly. want to be silly sometimes. Exactly. You know, you want to let go. You want to, you know... And all my friends, no matter how freaking rock and roll they are or how much black they wear, they're still having fun sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. being silly. So, you mm -hmm. know, I just think it's being human, you know, like, uh, and and space in music is fantastic. I love this having space in music, but also me and Mark Platty thought about this and Mark played with Bowie um, more in the latest stuff and the more experimental stuff. But we used to have fights about it. I'd say less is more, and he'd mm -hmm. say more is less. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Less is more, more is less. It's all. It depends what you feel. Mm -hmm. But you know, but, for me, that's the barometer. Is the emotion behind the music is the barometer that tells yeah. you. And and I think you said in the beginning also you let the song decide, and this is always yeah. the the best thing anyway. If a song. I, um, I try to stay out of the, the thinking zone. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't read music. And mm. besides, my eyes are, like, really bad. So it's kind of lucky that I can't read music because if I 
had to rely on reading music, I wouldn't mm. probably be able to play with my eyesight the way it is. So okay. I, I rely on feel and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, emotion and expression to sort of guide it, you know, and, um, and, and that will determine is there space, is there no space, you know. Mm -hmm. But, God, I love music with space in it too, like, you know, the minimal kind of spooky stuff. I, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head right now, but like swans kind of do that. Mm -hmm. They're kind of that kind of, you know, dramatic orchestral gothic style experimental stuff. Yeah. I like so many bands. I mean, it's, you yeah. know, like you, it's, it's... Me, me too, me too. It's, um, it's, but, you know, I, I kind of, I, I started to accept it, you know, that, that's kind of, yeah. I, I love a lot. So that, that's, that's yeah. just me. I'm all over the place and, and I love it. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, I was going to say, uh, sorry to cut you off, but no, I was no going to say about Spotify, like mm -hmm. I was in two minds about the whole sort of technological era. And as you can tell, like, I love the vinyl. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all about the old school way of doing things. Like most people record in their room at home. Mm -hmm. No, it's not going to happen for me. I go to the studio. I get the 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 uh, sound that the engineer that's been doing it for 20 years mm -hmm. working on some like Lindsay Gravina, who did some uh, production sound production on on they call it post production i guess but on roland s howard's mm -hmm. music you know so i go the old school way i mm. it's a lot harder and it's a lot more effort you know like you said putting bands together getting people overseas mm -hmm. you know going to the recording studios putting all your life's money into everything you know like uh playing the instruments without i'm not against digital by the way i've got friends that do it but it's, I think there's a lot more discipline to it. But I don't think that it's it's smart. I don't think it's a good idea to, 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 to reject um, digital music because there's a lot of cool stuff out there digitally. And Spotify, I mean, I found it great. I've, I mean, I've, I've got so many more followers now mm -hmm. than I ever would have had if I, if Spotify didn't exist, you know, so I've blended the two, mm -hmm. you know, I just keep the old school method of making music alive, you know, and I use the modern way to, you know, get it to people. Mm -hmm. So Spotify, I'm not against. Um, I think it's like any other tool, you know, that you, like if it wasn't Spotify, you'd have to go through a record company. Mm -hmm. And there was limitations to record companies. You know, they they limit because they want to. They want to. They a lot of record companies, the majors anyway. They want to package. You know, mm. K-pop. They want to package. It's got to be this. The girls have got to be this thin. <laughs> if they're not this thin, like I don't know if you've heard stories about K-pop, but. Uh, Anyone with daughters 
will freak out because these girls are starving themselves to be mm-hmm. the perfect image for for the record company or the people that own them. Mm-hmm. They are owned. They are a product. So, I mean, for me, it's like, well, what do I choose? I choose the art. I, I do the hard road. I stay poor. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just part of it, I guess. I've just, <laughs> I've just accepted that now. That's what you got to do. Work really hard, you know, buy your clothes from secondhand shops. Be okay with your weight. It's going to be all right. But mm-hmm. really practice your instruments until your fingers bleed. You know, like sing every day, write every day. You know, practice the craft, hone it, hone it, hone it every day. You know, mm-hmm. and that is what I committed to. So I've been signed to the major. I know the process. I know how it goes. Mm-hmm. And I I don't want to be a product, you know. I want to be, I don't mind being signed. I'm happy with that, but only on my own terms, mm-hmm. you know, as I am for what I am, you know, and I'm not against thin women, but what I'm against is young girls, beautiful young girls suffering in the most dreadful kind of way just so that they can have a job, you know, in music mm. and then be spat out. 10 years later, you know. Um, sorry, we got some new girls now and we don't need you anymore. It's mm-hmm. it's not really. And these girls work, you know. They got talent. They dance. I mean, they put in hours and hours of, you know. That's what I don't like. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't support it. But I'm not against it, you know what I mean? And I'm not against Spotify. I think it's allowed people to, you know, be remain DIY, remain independent, mm-hmm. you know, and be able to make money out of it as well at the same time. I'm sure there'll be problems with it in the future, but but it'll just morph into another thing, you know. They'll just make mm-hmm. it better probably. Who knows, you know. But I like it. I mean, you're on it, and I've discovered some yep. amazing, you know, tracks on yours. So you know, I'm <laughs> thinking, you. I'm, I'm not against it. You know. Yeah. No, and, I, I, I didn't uh, mean. Oh, okay. Uh, what I, what I meant. Yeah. You know, I see it like you. The yeah. Spotify is a good tool, you know, and and um, thank you for checking my things. And what what I find amazing, you know, my my biggest fan base is in in Mexico. I, I would have, be, without Spotify, I would have never been in Mexico, you know? I mean, how could I? That's amazing. You know? Yeah, I think it's it's amazing. That's that's a cool thing. What what I meant and what I really uh. don't like is if people make songs especially for the Spotify algorithm, you know, because this oh, strains, this yeah, strains yeah, yeah. the... Um, the creativity because you, you yeah. the chorus needs to be right in the first 30 seconds so that it catches yeah. the, the hearer oh, and, that's and right. yeah, keep yeah, it yeah. like one mm. minute 30 at the most because then you can play it more often and you get more play so this is kind of what i find 
you know, if you check my songs, most of them are like six minutes or something. So absolutely <laughs> yeah. not Spotify am, uh, reliant. Yeah. And, and this is I what I meant. So, but yeah, it's, it's sorry, the way it sorry, is, you know, but, like, uh, yeah. I don't know with Snapchat or something, you know, but it's only TikTok, <laughs> it's only for 30 seconds and then it's gone or um, maybe I'm a little bit too old for, for this kind of stuff. But I'm a father. No, I, don't, of, I don't think so. I understand what you're saying. You know? Yeah. Um, I will. I will yeah. learn maybe from my daughter. She's she's eight now. Let's see what she comes up with. What will be the the new next thing when she grows up? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So yeah, sure. let's see about that. Um, maybe uh, we we talk a little bit more about your journey because um, your journey was quite literally a journey all over the world. Um. So uh, can can you maybe walk us through here a little bit? Because it seems like you, you lived everywhere. You lived in Germany as well, you said. And uh, so um, mm. wh what was your your musical and your your um, ge geographical journey uh, about? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> It's a blur. <laughs> You, you, it's like you made sort of it so entering fast. into a cycle. It's like entering into a cyclone and never coming back. You know, that's what it feels like. I see. It, it there was, and I'm still recovering. But so yeah, you know, I lived in the UK and I did a lot of gigs in London and I did some festivals there and I did, you know, I was in New York. I did some shows there. I did shows in Canada. Uh, I think it was north by northeast. I, th I didn't. Do the problem was I documented nearly everything. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was sort of like s swept away into this cyclone of shows and shows and countries and people, hundreds of people, going like that. You know, like a, I don't know how to explain it, but it was sort of like you know swept into this cyclone of stuff musical mm -hmm. path and um i don't know what to say it's um it was it was pretty pretty challenging mm -hmm. um i was in all kinds of places and with people you know some people i didn't know that well and you know, different, band, you know, musicians, mm -hmm. you know, different kind of gigs, gigs in little pubs, you know, uh, kind of bigger venues like theatres and uh, houses, okay. people's houses and <laughs> mm -hmm. what I'm saying is like it, it was, I don't know how to explain The only thing that feels right is that I was swept up by a cyclone, you know, that feeling of just being, you know, if you've ever been in the waves, you go diving into the wave and it just mm -hmm. dumps you. Mm -hmm. Like pulls, in Australia, pulls, pulls you get you that. Under. Mm. Yeah, and you just go. Mm -hmm. And then people say, what, well, are you okay, you know? I saw you got dumped. Yeah, I think so. Tell me about it. Well, you know, 
there's so much to talk about but you know uh okay and i don't how, have how, there was did, a tour um yeah. i i remember uh one story after the tour it wasn't that long by the way it was only about six months but it was constant every day like mm -hmm. and uh at the end of it because i didn't sleep for six months Mm. And at the end of it, I was at my boyfriend's house at the time and we were having dinner and it, the soup was there and I just went like that and just <laughs> fell asleep mm. in the soup. Mm. You know, it was sort of like that. The okay. energy, the energy required to do that, those kind of, that kind of thing and, and especially as an unsigned DIY artist. I mean, I was signed, mm -hmm. but I didn't get the support because it was so I got signed on this particular style of music mm -hmm. and I decided to do my own music, what I wanted, what I felt was right. And I didn't get the support for that, you know, mm -hmm. so I went off and I did my own thing, you know, I went and worked with Mark Platty. I went to New York by myself. I went, uh, <laughs> when I was in New York, I got homeless um, for a little bit, not too long. And um, I started interviewing homeless people, you know, on the streets of New mm -hmm. York. And um, that's how the song New York City came about. It came back, it, 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 um, it got recorded later after new york but you know what i mean like so this kind of situation you know sort of living on the edge of your pant you know living on the edge of your seat all the time you know not knowing mm. what's going to happen exactly but you know the one true thing the one thing that you're clinging to is your truth you know your musical expression your truth you just hate that's all you got there's mm -hmm. nothing else you know there's nothing else just the truth and music hang on you know because everything else can go the, the, mm -hmm. you know you can become homeless you can have no money you can end up becoming an alcoholic quite easily uh which i almost did but i've not I'm, i don't drink anymore mm. uh you know stints of things stints of various hardships you know to get that one album to the surface to the people the one album that was my own expression, not what the record company wanted, you know. Hard. <laughs> hmm. Really, really difficult. But, you know, so New York City was amazing. I met heaps of amazing musicians. I ended up in the end, I, I stayed with David Bowie's drummer, Campbell Sterling, in his apartment. He gave it to me because he had to go on tour mm -hmm. because of my situation with, you know, no money. And, um, you know, and then, you know, there was London, which I became, I was homeless there as well for a bit. I stayed in a friend's house and um, he locked me in his house for three days with his cats. Don't ask. Okay. This is the kind of situations, you know. Um, you know, there was all kinds of uh, challenges and hardships and, you know, really you know but it, it does help you to get more into your self 
mm-hmm. in some way. You know, how strong are you exactly? You know, what kind of challenges can you take as a musician? You know, plus all the time you've got to be practising, you know, every day <laughs> you mm. know, to keep your chops up. So that's what it was like for me. It wasn't glamorous, you know, it wasn't... Um, and being a woman, you, you know, and surrounded by a lot of men all the time too, that's, they were great. I mean, I love men, but, you know, you've got to ca- be careful of yourself. You've got to look after yourself. You can't allow yourself to lose control too much. You don't want to be taken advantage of, you know, you've got to know who your friends are, mm-hmm. you know. So that I think it's different for a guy because they don't have to worry so much about, you know, Hmm. Um, and I'm not saying all men are like that either, but the ones that are, you know, as a woman in the musical world of the men, which, you know, create amazing rock and roll music. Yep. You know. Okay. So, um, why, I don't why, know. Did that answer the question or was that uh, sort of off track? Yeah, Did I go I somewhere mean, else? <laughs> you, you once again uh, <laughs> evaded it a little bit with your with your explanation, but it's it's fine. It's Did fine. I? Did I evade? Yeah, because you, you just you know you were in the in the in the cyclone and uh, in, yeah. in in the eye of a storm and uh, it just got swept yeah. away. And that, that's 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 fine. Um, I'm quite metaphorical, so I find it really hard to explain, you know, things because mm-hmm. I feel everything. I don't see things as much as I feel them. So when I try to explain my journey, all I see in my head is this cyclone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I can't. I, if I went into it, I'd have to write a book. Mm-hmm. If I had. If, you know what I mean? It's a book. I, I have to, like, sit down and write write a book about the ex- – I can give snippets of what what it was like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> I won't go there. But okay. I can give snippets of things, you know. Yeah, maybe, it's sort of let, like behind let, the scenes. Let, let me let me just uh, give you more specific specifications for the snippets I I would like to okay. hear. It's it's yeah. more um, because you know you did a lot of shows and a lot of tours and um, so maybe give me this is always a, a fun fun uh, segment at at the end. I'm I'm asking my guests. Uh, um, do you have some some. Uh, you know, funny things that happened on the way to the stage, on the stage, behind the stage. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you fell off the stage or you didn't find the entry to the stage or something like that. Do you have any funny stories what happened to you while you were on tour or on stage? And the second question, so this is the first question. And the second question is, have you ever been... Um, starstruck? You know, that uh, you, you mentioned that you were in the... Um, in the apartment of uh, of a drummer from from Bowie, um, so have you have you shared the the stage with, with someone you really admire and you had like a fangirl uh, moment like oh, I'm gonna play with. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so these two questions I I have for you and it's it's a little bit more. Specific. I, I, I kind of don't. In one way, I don't want to answer it because you know it's too close to home. Okay. And I'm revealing. I'm revealing. But you but, offend girl. <laughs> uh, but I will an- but I will answer it. Okay. I will answer it. Um 
Okay, so the look, I'm when I do when I do music performance, mm -hmm. I'm super. I don't even like this word, but like I'm super professional. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I care so much about the show. Uh, everything's got to be right. The microphone's got to be in the right place. The bass player's got to be in the right place. Everything's discussed. You know, it has. I'm quite obsessive that way. Mm -hmm. But um, so touring, I'm very professional. I don't drink, for mm -hmm. instance. I'll be sober the whole time. Everything will go like militant, military. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just how I am. It's just because I really care about this, the show and the music and, and it being the best it can be. But like, say, with what I've been through, say, the last couple of years, well, no, because COVID, before, just before COVID, I was honing bands. I was honing ideas mm -hmm. rather than doing proper shows. So I was doing a lot of jams live on stage. And therefore, I was kind of drinking a lot more than I normally do. Like I don't when it's in a professional, you know, when I have to do a show with the band, with mm -hmm. the release of the album, but like, this was sort of me playing around like a bunch of people in a rehearsal studio type thing, but I'd be doing shows instead. So, you know, I'd have too much to drink and things. So I smashed my guitar on stage one night because out of frustration and, hmm. you know, um, you know, like just silly things, you know, just childish, childish things, you know. And, and another time was um, I, my, my drummer quit. And um, we had a massive festival, like, in two days and it was booked. And I don't know why he quit. We had no animosity. Mm. Uh, he was a really nice guy. Uh, he was from Colombia. But I don't know if he, mm. don't know if it was something to do with the festival. And then he said, I can't do it. Something came up. I don't know what it was. I can't remember. And I was like, okay. And I had to replace him. So I replaced him with uh, like a, a session drummer, which I never use ever, mm -hmm. usually. And um, and the, the session drummer lied to me and told me that he played lots of festivals and, and big shows. Mm. And no, he didn't. And then we got on stage and my other two players, you know, they, they're used to heavy duty touring and, you know, they're like veterans but he froze, hmm. okay. you know, and he started playing like mechanical, like nothing like the songs. And we were in front of like, I don't know, it was thousands. If it, it looked like thousands of people, I mean, it was about 20,000 people. I don't know, something like that. Hmm. There was a lot of other bands on it. It was a festival. And, um, and I just thought you're, you're, you know, you're joking. Mm -hmm. This is not happening to me, you know. Uh, but I worked, you know, we worked with it. So that was pretty harrowing. That was uh, something I did not expect mm -hmm. at all because we'd been playing in that band for about a year and then boom, they were like, yeah, no, you know, can't do the show. I was mm -hmm. like, what, you know. And we were all getting a little bit of money from it as well. So I don't know. But that that was one challenge. And that mm -hmm. was like one of those moments where, you know, 
you have that dream of like all the musical instruments melting hmm. you know it's like oh no <laughs> everything yeah. just kind of fell apart so that was really awful that was uh, a, an interesting memory no I mean when I play live shows I'm very very aware and very inside the music mm-hmm. like very very inside the music and the expression because I'm delivering it it's like delivering a baby you know it's going out so I'm really in that zone very meditative very there's no oops I didn't see the stage there or you know I've done I've been cathartic like when I've been playing guitar I've had cathartic moments where I've had my and I call them my Iggy Pop moments where you know like I'll just get on the floor and like play guitar and roll around and stuff it's it's complete expression though Mm -hmm. it's a complete utter expression of the music and it comes out in this sort of punk way you know where I might roll off the stage or you know do do these kind of antics but it's like a sort of as I said before it's really like an exorcism mm-hmm. of emotions that take the body over it's mm-hmm. like being for me it's like being possessed but then when I leave the stage I'm back to my normal self whatever that is but, you know. <laughs> I so and, and yeah. did you did you have any any starstruck moments anything oh, where starstruck. You, where you... <laughs> Where you changed, no, uh, you know, where, where you had uh, shared the stage with somebody like, ah, <gasps> uh, you know, any any things there? Well, I did. I mean, I don't usually get starstruck a lot, um, but I do feel a kinship and a com- camaraderie. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I did kind of get. I met Mick Harvey. Uh, who played for Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds backstage one night. It was completely inappropriate for me to be starstruck on that particular night mm-hmm. um, because, and I won't go into it, but I was quite starstruck and I actually ran up to him and gave him a really big hug and said, oh, you're, you know, I was really like, oh, I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And he was running away and hiding, hiding mm-hmm. behind this little sort of uh, bar, mm-hmm. you know, just for the backstage bands, you know. And also another guy, Gareth, I don't know if you know him, but he's from, can I swear or is it not? You can good? swear, but it's fine. Uh, he's from a band called Tropical Fuckstorm. <laughs> okay, never and, heard of him. <laughs> yeah, Melbourne band. I think you'd really like them. Um, but his name's Gareth, Gareth mm-hmm. Lydiard, and he's from also a band called The Drones. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of starstruck with him. He's the Aussie. My These are my two Aussie idols, <laughs> icons, you know. I, I don't know because they, <laughs> I don't know. They both have something that I feel very connected to musically. You know, I think I love the way Mick, Harvey plays his instruments and, you know, he's pretty amazing at what he does. You know, so it's more of that awestruck feeling of if I w- if I could really play, I'd play like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I'd play, you know, so that's what it is. You know, 
mm. someone does the job better than you and they're older and they've had way more experience and they've done so much more than you, you know, they've toured everywhere and got probably gone through every kind of <laughs> experience, musical experience. So, you know, that, that was really sort of precious for me. Um, but he did. He did say, "Oh, you know, have you watched the football? <laughs> Let me have my moment, <laughs> you know." <laughs> but yeah, you know, I really like him, and that's how I met Jalitha. Actually, Jalitha, who played cello on the Devil's Son, she played alongside him as well. So that's not, you know, the reason I picked her was purely because of her playing, but. Uh, She's pretty amazing herself, you know, as a songwriter. So, and and again, much older than me, and a lot mm. more experienced. So I always try to gravitate towards people that are older because I learn so much about music through them as well. So I feel like I, I can learn learn from them, mm -hmm. and I no, really value their their input, you know, mm. and their and their advice, you know. Mm. So. Yeah. Okay, Belle, thank you very much. Um, do you have anything, any closing statement for the people out there listening to, to our video and podcast? Um, anything you want to share with the world? Um, <laughs> so this would be the time and place now. Uh stay stay true to your path always and um thanks for listening and thanks for having me on this awesome show thank you I very really, much really for joining me. It. Yeah. you're very welcome okay so thank you and i uh, hope i wasn't too boring no 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 it was just <laughs> uh, so, sometimes it was a little bit harder to follow but uh, that's that's fine you know that's uh, the listeners hopefully will get intrigued and uh, you know just follow you by your music because i think it makes more sense if you if you kind of really have it with the music then then uh, all the all the things you told me about make more sense you know and, and you have to have them in a special light and mm. uh, and the light is the music here. That's at least uh, how I see it. And so to all the listeners out there, check out um, Bell Phoenix and the Subterranean Sea uh, because, yeah, this will answer all the questions you might have <laughs> if you um, after after this podcast episode. Thanks, Laura. Okay. Bye bye. Uh, how do you say goodbye in Finnish? You can say moi moi, which is more if you're a friend, close, mm -hmm. if you know them, or hey hey, which is a little bit more. Hey hey. What's the word? In, Dann auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Ja, und tschüss.